so many people who are watching movies and TV that someone has to make them. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> I've been growing my hair in lockdown, as you can see. <laughs> this is my First of all, Priyanka, um, thank you for your time. I know you're a very busy woman. Um, a huge congrats on the release of Unfinished, a memoir. Uh, what can readers expect from it? Well, I mean, people have, a lot of people, I wouldn't say people in general, but a lot of people have consumed, you know, stories about me. There have been books written about me. There have been, you know, you've read about me on your socials. and. Um, but I don't think anybody really knows me because that's part of me that I've really been very private about and I, I'm hoping the people who have known me will get to know me as more than, you know, just a fashion meme or um, a headline, you know, as a human being and as a girl. Um, and for the people who don't know me, I hope that if they come across this book, they see that, you know, this is someone who's had a self-made career and on, on my blood, sweat and tears. And that if I can do it from coming from a small town and un unassuming family, no experience, then anyone can. I love it, I love it. Um, there must have been a lot of memories to relive uh, when you were writing the book. Um, could you talk us through the process and how did you decide what goes in the book and what doesn't go in the book? What I actually started doing was um, I wanted to not have to dig so deep. I wanted to sort of, you know, still protect a lot of my feelings. But when I started writing it, it was just boring. You know, um, that part of my life, everyone already knows. People who know me know. So I had to dig in really deep. And um, I just wrote everything initially. I worked backwards. I wrote everything. I tre treated it like a diary from my first memory to my last memory. Um, and then I took out things that felt too vulnerable or too extreme. Um, what was the hardest part of the writing process? Um, because it was a memoir, I think one of the hardest part was I'd never written a book. Like, I don't know how to write a book. I don't know how you put something in chapters. So um, I had a co-author whose name is Nan Saturn. She really helped me sort of structure the book. But um, I think putting pen to paper or finger to keypad, uh, that was the hardest. And, you know, being able to streamline my memories was really hard. Um, what would you say was your biggest differences and similarities between writing a book and say, uh, writing and producing a movie, a film? I don't think they're the same at all. I think they're very different mediums. They're creative, that's the similarity, is that both of them are extremely creative, but they're very different mediums, have a very different technique to the approach, um, you know, require a different side of you to activate um, within the creativity. Um, your recent movie, uh, The White Tiger on Netflix, uh, I did watch it, it's a really good film. Um, it's been doing amazingly well. Uh, what was it like playing uh, a dual role as a producer and an actor? Well, I'm very proud of this movie for many, many reasons, but to see an all Indian star cast in being the number one movie in the world on the largest streaming platform in the world is historic. And, you know, um, we wouldn't have seen that a few years ago and we haven't seen that. And I am so proud of being attached to the movie because that a lot of that, you know, a big, I as executive producer 
that's sort of my job is to make you know a movie which could have been pushed into a genre or could have been seen as an independent movie to bring it to mainstream audiences to you know talk to people like you and say you know this is a mainstream movie and it's about um the it's about the ambition of a man and um i'm really really proud of of, the, of being able to see that result and be people seeing others and Raj Kumar Rao's work, you know, who are such incredible actors that the world deserves to see them and uh, you know see their talent and witness their talent, um, like a lot of us Indians have been able to with Raj specifically. So it gives me a lot of pride to you know see that and to sit back as like a producer and say, wow, you know, this happened to a movie that um, I've been aligned with. I, I'm I'm very excited. You know, that's been my quest. since i started working in hollywood is to be able to really really push the mainstreaming of indian people of us not being check in the box but to do lead parts to do strong parts to do you know mainstream storytelling and to see that coming true is just it's giving me so much joy um i've been growing my hair in lockdown as you can see <laughs> um and i know you recently launched your own uh, vegan hairline could you tell us a bit about that i started investing in various companies and i started realizing that you know um the things that i wanted to invest in were the things that i believed were a gap in the market and um i for many reasons wanted to get into beauty you know for almost 20 years i've used every kind of beauty product on my face and my hair because that's literally my job you know to have all these things that um that i use by professionals but Um I'm not a professional. I'm an everyday girl when I wash my hair. I don't know all these like 50,000 products that are pre-primers and like you know bonder and like I don't know those things. Um and I decided like the gap in the market that I saw was all the superior products which were vegan, clean, you know, which didn't have all the bad things like the parabens and the um sulfates and the mineral oil. All that stuff was so expensive. It was absolutely inaccessible to, to like at least my teenage self when I was shopping with like hair down to here. And also having been um a lot more conscious of the earth in the last few and you know the the environmental crisis that we're living through. the beauty and the fashion industry needs to take responsibility of how much waste we create and the fact that we could spend so little money on our packaging and all of it is made from recycled plastic from oceans and landfills and will be made into recycled plastic again our cap is literally 3 cents like that's how little we spend on the bottle that we could spend so much more on the product and you know it's good for your hair now it's good for the environment and it's at an affordable cost that everyone can access and it's just eight products right now because that's the stuff that i know <laughs> like shampoo conditioner you know a couple of types of shampoo conditioner dry shampoo hair mask like i'm very simple so that's what the line is at the moment but um i just see the trifecta um of being affordable environmentally conscious great Um, products it just doesn't exist in the hair market, and I'm really glad to be able to show the beauty business that you know you can kind of do it. You should be responsible. Um, you just wrapped up filming text for you right here in London, in my hometown. Um, what was it like filming during the pandemic and the lockdown here, and how was the move for you to to London? Um, seeing London shut down like this is. 
really sad, you know. Um, London is such a, a live city and I've had so many wonderful experiences and shoots here. But you know, I'm also happy to be at work. I'm glad to be, you know, at work when I know so many other people are not being able to do that. But it's also scary because, you know, there are so many people who are watching movies and TV that someone has to make them. <laughs> That's my <laughs> job. Um, but it's scary when I go to set, you know, as an actor, I have to take my mask off and I have to trust, even though we're all being tested every day. And that part is really scary, especially when, you know, you're in the middle of a national lockdown. But the UK government allows for film and TV shoots, I guess. Um, which is fine, um, we're safe, but it's daunting, you know, to take your mask off um, every day when you go to work. Also, whilst in the UK, you've been announced as a British Fashion Council Ambassador. Um, what more can you share about uh, the role as an ambassador for a positive change? Well, I'm extremely excited about, um, you know, aligning with the British Fashion Council because I really want to be able to um, you know, showcase a specifically um, designers and fashion from my part of the world, you know, India and um, the countries around India, sort of the Asian subcontinent. And uh, I think, you know, being able to bring a lot more diversity within um, British fashion and the Fashion Council and being able to showcase um, British Asians and uh, is something that I'm really, really excited about uh, bringing to the fore. And that's the change that I would like to see and I, I definitely think it'll be positive. <laughs> um, with everything that's been going on in the world, what have you been doing uh, the last year or so to take a break, relax, unwind? You know, um, even though I've been so far away from my friends and family, um, what I have done to unwind is actually talk to them. You know, really call people, just talk to people, stay in touch a lot more than I used to, uh, appreciate my family and my friends and my life, um, have a sense of gratitude every day. Um, I play a game where I will text anyone whenever I remember. I'll say, all right, tell me the five things you're grateful for right now in this moment. And um, that really helps sort of put yourself in perspective and sort of align with, you know, being like, instead of focusing on what we don't have, which is very easy to do, you know, you're sort of focusing on what we have and that helps you be less of a brat, I guess. <laughs> um, over 20 years in the industry for you, Priyanka, um, what has been your most proudest or memorable moment so far? I think the moment I am in right now, um, having been through my 20 years like you said and coming out of it armed with a book a beauty line a couple of movies production company you know businesses i feel like i'm pretty proud of everything that i have achieved and especially because it's been you know my blood sweat and tears it's self-made it's i've made it on my back and um especially when i read the book uh, i feel a sense of pride so i have to say that the collective sum of my good and bad decisions is what I'm proud of. Thank you so much for your time, Priyanka. Uh, really appreciate it.